0: All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans sponsored by Bolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what I'd like to consider a real estate titan our very special guest in Feature Time for today. I'm super excited about this one, all the way from beautiful California, sunny California, as we should say, um, Mike Chow. So Mike, thanks so much. It's an honor to have you on the
1: show. Hey, Greg, thanks for having me. It's, it's an honor to be on the show. I, you, you've interviewed a lot of great people and. So I'm excited for this.
0: Yeah. And and you, you extend that list, my friend. I mean, a true powerhouse in the real estate world and community. And I cannot wait to dive in, share your story, tools, tactics, and systems uh, from one of the best, brightest minds. So without further ado, let's just jump in if you're all right, Mike.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um,
0: Perfect. So let's start with the first question, which ends up being telling everybody a little bit about yourself
1: uh i was uh, i was born in taiwan I uh, came here when i was 5 years old um i'm a vegetarian trending vegan very cool uh, i got into business uh in 2008 december 2008 um wow. in december 2007 i i tried to do mortgages uh, a couple of my friends a couple of my buddies were in it and hmm. just failed miserably i okay. I, I was like <laughs> maybe like few transactions in that in the two years so it was a very difficult time for me um you know friends or family were were telling me to get out of the business uh and just you know get a nine-to-five job but I'm just very very stubborn Hmm. Um, and I stuck with it two years later I got my real estate license and just you know just took it took it took took it uh, took off from there so Hmm. um but other than that i you know i i in real estate i have i've pretty much found um uh after i after i was uh, you know found a little bit of success i started to find myself uh you know in in the teens and in my uh early twenties i was kind of lost so i'm i'm really thankful for real estate and it's really uh it's really saved my life and took that to another wow. uh took that to another um uh, level i guess
0: yeah, and and Mike, when you're talking about your sure. your career up into this point, obviously with the Chow team, and you know over over the past few years, over 300 million in production and volume. I mean, absolutely incredible uh, stats and everything that you know you've accomplished individually, but then as a team, and then into uh, you know California. So I want to rewind just a bit before we get into that transition portion. Um, yep. Why real estate in the first place? So so what was it? going through your mind when obviously getting into the mortgage industry, because that's a part of the real estate world, getting right. out of that and then switching over. What what was going through your mind at that, that given time?
1: Wow, it was, it was really tough. Um, you know, Like I said, I, I was trying to find myself during that time. And um, I was 23 when I started uh, jumping into the, the mortgage business. Um, a lot of my friends have been doing it for like a few years, five years. Mm-hmm. You know, they made a lot of crazy money, um, and uh, I, you know, wanted to be part of that. I was like, "Wow, this is really cool!" And when I got into it, it was just not like that at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the reality, right? Uh- <laughs> yeah,
1: the reality sunk in. Um, you know, few, uh, I mean, you know, cold calling. Uh, you know, all these things I, I've never done in my life before, and I had to pick up the white pages. I don't know if we still use White Pages anymore, but White Pages and just wow. started calling. They didn't really have any leads at the office um, that I was at. It was a very small office. Oh. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so I, uh, a few months later after I joined the mortgage business, everybody left the business. Uh, things were starting to crash. And oh, okay. I just, um, <clears throat> I was the only one in the office. Calling hmm. the white pages. people. People were, were still trying to refinance. They're trying to get out of their of their situation. It, it was it was very difficult. Hmm. Um, and you know, I've been i trying to. I I was working at Lending Tree at the okay. time. Uh, before that, uh, and Lending Tree of course, is still around and doing very well. But at the time, you know, they had like eight buildings in Irvine. Um, uh, you know, seven of them I didn't close because they're all in the loan business. <laughs> wow! I was in the call center business. I, I tried to transition over, but it was just, um, uh, you know, I, uh, at that time it was it was difficult because uh, you know I was at the call center um, and I was doing extremely well there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, but when I was transitioning, I think that was the most difficult part. Was um, just uh, I didn't have a lot of support from a lot of, uh, you know, like, I talked to the managers, I wanted to, you know, get into one of the buildings and tree loans, I wanted to, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, I mean, my my family's always supportive, you know, of me on the different levels, but in terms of, you know, this is not a certain, you know, there's not a a stable salary, uh, Mm -hmm. so you have to make your own income. Wow. You know, I, I think that was that was very difficult for them to to accept especially seeing me like kind of fail, you know, many times, you know, in the in the business. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, uh, you know, going back to the managers, they they were like, Oh, you, you know, you just don't have the personality for it. You're not gonna make it in that in that world, you're not gonna mm-hmm. and just you know, overall it's just very negative. Um plus it didn't really help that a year into it I didn't close, you know, any transactions. But <laughs> sure, so that's that, fair. That difficult. Right? Yeah. That's fair. Uh, And friends or family, I I think they had, uh, you know, my best interest at heart. You know, they wanted me to just just get some income and, and, you know, take a different path. And I understand that as as a, you know, if I was a parent, you know, I I think I would be like, well, this is, you know, maybe you should take it out to the barn and just shoot it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. Um, And so, um, but I'm I'm so glad that 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 happened because it, it really just helped. Uh, help me transform my my life transform my my real estate career uh mm-hmm. transform myself um, you know in, entirely so it was, it was it was a good it was a tough experience but that's also what you know just kind of i never want to go back there right and, yeah
0: <laughs> but but, I think that mike that that 's giving everybody beautiful perspective on you know what you 've been through and obviously to get to where you are it 's not easy street right I mean you have to go through the hard times or 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 thought processes to really push you out of a comfort zone or, or things that you 're really not ready for to to be stronger to become better and and obviously. You know, you getting out of that and going into as a real estate producer. I mean, Mike, it's absolutely incredible. So, can you tell everybody a little bit about what the journey was like? You know, afterwards, getting into real estate that way. You know, and then kind of where you're at to today.
1: Uh, when I when I got into uh, real estate in December 2008, I you know I I was so stubborn, like you know, like I mentioned, I I just wanted to make it work, you know, some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got into the business, I I had a referral and uh, it was it was like it was a new home build. It was the easiest transaction ever. Okay. I just brought the fund over, they signed, and we closed escrow. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, I love real estate. This is great. <laughs> you <know? That's> great. <laughs> and, uh, and then um, you know I just I just kept getting referrals. I, I didn't have any marketing. I was I was working at a very small brokerage at that time, um, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, people. Uh, again, you know, they had a mortgage division, they had a real estate division, but most of the people were in the mortgages um, and they eventually all left because, you know, mortgages were, were still a little difficult. Um, but I think it was coming back during that time. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's still the people started like um, to purchase because properties were, were 50%, you know, um, off uh, yeah. or not off, like just just they dropped by 50% in value. Sure. Or thirty percent, or or sometimes like you know some of the areas are, are more than that, and so I I just came across a lot of people um, that had maybe a little bit of savings, or they just like to buy homes, and mm-hmm. they realized this was a great time. So a lot of them didn't need to finance; they just paid all cash. I was like, this is great, and Love you know for um, you know for my first year, I closed thirty five transactions. Wow! And I was just like, wow, this is a complete three sixty. Hmm. and but I always I was always reminded of the of the two years you know that I struggled hmm. and I never want to go back there so that's 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 what I really like I was like okay I gotta keep pushing I gotta wow. keep you know doing more I gotta you know uh, and and so the the real estate journey was uh has been so far you know uh, very successful and and it doesn't always grow every year sometimes I I do something stupid and it goes back. It goes back. <laughs> sure. sure, that's fair. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but so far, I, I think it, it has it has grown every year, at least within myself, and not just mm. professionally. And uh, it's it's you know been a great uh, great provider, and uh, I just I look forward to the next you know ten years mm. uh, in this business. You know, this is. Uh, so far, it's been a great journey. <laughs> I,
0: I think it's fantastic. And again, I, I love the fact that you really walk the talk and you've learned through the processes and, and, and you know, kind of failing forward. I mean, everybody has to do these processes. It's not, you know, uh, when it's easy, it's easy for everyone. But it's the people who dust themselves off and get back up and do it again and again and again. And that's really uh, reaching to that great line that that you've really established going through and, and so many other top producers and professionals. I, I do wanna go a little bit deeper on you here too, Mike, cause this is a great question. This is actually the, the second one going through is the why question. Now I know this is thrown around quite a bit, But for me, it's extremely important for everybody out there who already obviously know love and respect you that work with you. They know these things, but the people who maybe aren't, you know, blessed enough to have you in their lives yet until today, um, you know, when it comes down to it, what drives you, Mike, what motivates you, what inspires you every day to get out of bed, to do what you do to the level you do it at?
1: Oh, I, that's a, that's a great question. And I, I've I've thought about that a lot, um, in the past uh, years and one of the, um, One of the things for me was was always legacy, you know, Mm -hmm. leaving a a little bit of a legacy in the community um, or uh, even, uh, you know, be deserving of of, um, my last name, I guess. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but, you know, I just um, felt like I I wanted to um, make some type of uh, impact where um, Mm -hmm. whether... Uh, you know, I, I don't have any kids, but you know, my like my girlfriend has two kids. So I would love to leave um, uh, like a, a a good name, uh, uh, you know, in in this uh, community for them to you know be able to use as as you know part of their you know once they're once they're in the workforce, you know, be able to help them in some way somehow, oh. um, and uh, to kind of like uh you know i, I don't want to i want to make sure you know i don't let you know my family down as well too you know, just, sure. you know it was it was hard for them coming here to the states um you know we, we came here with with some type of you know some money um mm-hmm. but, but then you know my parents business they it crashed and wow. it was just uh so we we struggled for a time as well and so i definitely you know, i know they worked hard uh uh yeah anyways it's getting mm-hmm. off topic but no no you know, this is good yeah. A legacy is is something that that really that really um, pushes me to to do more. But I think after being after uh, going through my twenties um, and into my thirties, I started to grow up a little bit more. <laughs>
0: okay, you know, as, the, as we all, all the, should, as we yeah. all should, Mike.
1: You know, it's important. Yes, all the all the partying days, all all of that is is you know put behind me. And uh, uh, you know, not, not that I didn't work hard, I was I was working hard, but also playing hard. Sure. But you know, your body can only take so much, and so I um, uh, you know, now that uh, in my thirties, I think a lot of things I think about are you know just not only the legacy, but uh, you know, my girlfriend, her kids. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. were, we're very serious. We're we're about to you know hopefully take that to the next level. I oh, uh, love that. And, Great <laughs> news. And uh, um, you know, animals has, has become my passion. Um, yes. uh, not you know, and I've sort of incorporated everything uh, that I love, that you know, my that I really found a passion to um, uh, and incorporate into real estate. You know, like when I was growing up, I didn't really uh, you know like you know my family was doing well, um, but then I think after the business failed, it was it was tough, right? Mm -hmm. And so even, even trying to, uh, you know, like learn the violin or something, you know, it it was not something that we had additional money, you know, for and so I I had to quit that. Um, But Hmm. I was I was kind of passionate about that, you know, and so I I never really had an opportunity to explore some of the things I I really wanted to do uh, in my early years. And so it really, really, really uh, helped me Help like uh me realize like myself and, mm. and able to bring out all the different passions that i was i was really into oh, uh, wow. so and it allowed me to donate to a lot of different charities which mm-hmm. you know it, actually it, i mean you feel like the best when you're able to you know donate and it just it's a whole nother feeling so i i love doing that <laughs>
0: yeah well i i want i want to touch on that too mike because so a charity that you're involved with uh so Mer- mercy for animals is that correct
1: yeah yeah mercy for animals uh i i also i, I you know i didn't mention but um uh different like um uh, like asia pacific uh community fund they help oh, like uh, they help give scholarships or they help um, they're the intermediary um between like uh, uh, you know you can choose to donate to different organizations uh, so they, they're a great organization uh, but Mercy for animals is definitely one of my passions I, I follow I follow them like all the time you know, mm-hmm. uh, just yeah just just a great um, uh, I was I was always uh, I was always a uh, and this is kind of off topic but <laughs> yeah hit me I was always a huge like uh, you know meat eater I mean mm-hmm. you know, growing up in, in, a, in a Chinese family, uh you know pig or pork is a mm-hmm. huge part of our diet uh you know chicken as well and and beef sometimes beef we don't eat you know beef too too much mm-hmm. um but in my early 20s i was you know steak was like wow this is you know just amazing I, I, just, I love steak yeah and i ate it all the time but you know as i as i got my first you know i, I only had one one puppy but when i got my first dog
0: oh, that's great
1: I, you know I just started to realize man I, I can't imagine like people eating my puppy <laughs> mm, right <laughs> or me eating my puppy right and so i just i started to to do more research and and, and uh, uh anyways i i found that to be a passion i was like you know what i, I was i just uh, felt like i shouldn't be doing this and and so mercy for animals you know i, I looked at different organizations as well but definitely one that i that i love Wow.
0: I, I mean, there's a lot there for your why though, Mike. And, and again, it, it shows your passion, your humility and, and, and everything that you do and why you do it. I think it makes perfect sense. And, and all the way through and through, I'm going to have links in the comments down below so that everybody can get involved. They can do a little bit more research on the charities that you're involved with. Hopefully, yep, you know, spend awesome. some time and donate. So I'll definitely uh, put all those down below and, and spread the love. Cause I think that's important, um, you know, for sure. <laughs> Let's go into this part and this, the third question when it comes down to it, this is actually a crowd pleaser and one of the, yeah. the, the fan favorites <clears throat> learning from the Titans as far as success patterns, things along those lines. So I always yeah. break it down this way. It, Mike, if you could look back at your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, where did you really see that shift for you? What, what advice would you give out there to any of the, the viewers or listeners? Um, well
1: there there's there's so many great and you know I think one of the biggest things that was that helped me excel um is technology uh, okay. technology really really helped me excel in my business uh I, I so i I know some uh, you know i being the business you know some people that do it too so well you know very very well, and some people that just Don't realize how much potential there is, you know, just by doing the simple things or or by adding technology. Um, But when I started real estate, um, I think uh, it was I was coming from a depressed market, and so a lot of uh, and it was still very traditional. You know, we were still um, you know showing homes; it was not on the GPS. You know, we we did not have like iPhone, you know, like Mm -hmm. Google Maps, all that available or on hand. So I actually. One of the showings like, I got lost for two hours, um, but <laughs> yeah, I couldn't find any of the properties because <laughs> there was no, there was no, was no addresses. You know, wow. it was it was a brand new community and it was a big community. It was like you know, twenty thousand homes there. Wow. Um, so, uh, anyways, technology really helped uh, shape my career and helped me like uh, excel and also be able to bring into you know and, and get part of the market share. Um, because a, a lot of people were that were seasoned, or at the time they they weren't using technology as much. They were mm-hmm. still very traditional, um, and so here here comes this you know twenty something year old and elder. Wow, this is you know there is wow. I see so many, uh, and uh, I'm very fortunate to be you know where I am right now at a big office, you know at, mm-hmm. at Keller Williams. But when I started, I, I was not at a big office. I had to you know, the broker was there to help me with, with questions, right, whatever mm-hmm. I could, um, but <clears throat> we didn't have the, we didn't have all that technology, so I had to, it was a trial and error for me, but I was always, I was always willing to try a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I figured, um, I figured, um, you know, I was showing homes and then um, there were so many properties and people were making offers. You know, there was like 20, 30 offers on every property. And I was like, man, if I, if I show every single property, I'm going to be outbidded by the time I show the house. Right. So, so in my mindset, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to like, when I, when I brought on, when a new client was brought on to me, I was like, look, we're not going to go look at properties. We're going to, if you like a home, we're going to make an offer and then we'll go look at the property. Mm. And that was the way I, I operated, and wow. you know, I, I had a template. I just, you know, I I don't know if this is the right thing, or you know, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure, yeah. sure, yeah. But at that time, it was like a Wild West, and so you know, we if you were you know a little behind, then you weren't gonna make it, right? So I just mm. uh, again trial and error, and the fact that I had technology on my side, I was able to do things a lot quicker, a lot faster. You uh, know, I mean, working you know like all day nonstop, um, wow. and uh, having you know uh, just the simplest things being able to to you know uh, track people's emails or see if they open the email or uh, you know the MLS has a lot of different different tools for you to use, but people don't use it. Hmm. And I used you know I tried every single one. I tried everything. Wow. And wow. I was like, okay, this works better than I would. I would continue doing it that way hmm. this was better I would continue doing it that way know I think technology is is definitely one thing. the other thing is you know it's it's not really uh technology but uh just I think it has to do with the way I was brought up because i was I was always very shy okay uh, you know but but shy and respectful I was mm-hmm. very respectful and I feel like a lot of people like that you know just um and a lot of the clients thought, thought of me as their, uh, as their son, you know, mm-hmm. or the son that they, that they might've wanted or maybe, uh, never had, you know? And so, um, uh, and I, I, attribute that to, to the way I was brought up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that really helped me a lot, um, because I was, I was super patient. I just listened to people, um, and, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I never, I never pushed them. And that was like the number one thing that, um, uh, a lot of, a uh, lot of the clients that I, I mean, every single client that I worked with had an agent at one point or another. Right. And, uh, why use, uh, why use, a, you know, like, um, a young kid that has no experience. Uh, I don't know, you know, and I, mm-hmm. but I started, you know, they started telling me, Uh, I started getting feedback from them. And one thing was, you know, I was never pushy and I was always very patient. Um, So like, that's, uh, those are two things that I feel like, you know, uh, and I I still practice those today. Hmm. Technology and, and, uh, you know, uh, listening better. (laughs) My, My girlfriend says I could, I could work on that a little bit here and there sometimes. <laughs> you know, our our,
0: our better okay, half would all say that, Mike. Our better halves all say that. There's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Sometimes I they just know.
1: get confused. <laughs> that's
0: great. No, but there, there's so much there, though, Mike. What you're talking about is you're you're taking. The, the new school meets old school, if you will. And, and being in the forefront of technology in any aspect of leveraging your business, I think is extremely important and extremely intelligent and the best and brightest minds. They all look at technology as how can I leverage this? How can I make the process smoother, faster, better, and an end result to really not just beat out my competitors, but to make it a better experience for the end user, which is your clients. So I love the fact that you just years and years ago, you were looking at that. You still look at that to today. But what I really enjoy about what you said, and hopefully everybody out there heard this or is seeing this right now, you focus on listening and showing humility and the fact that you're there to truly help and that you care, the fundamentals of business that so many people get lost from. They get busy, they hit these crazy numbers, their attitude adjusts, things change. But you've been that consistent guide, that, 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 uh, that light for your clients to, to really know that you have their best interests at heart. And obviously that's been a huge, at least in my opinion, a huge, you know, portion is to your success over these years is growth. Is, is you never got away from that, and yeah. that's a lesson for everybody to take away. Everybody should take away from that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I think uh, a lot of people do um, do get away from that. You know, once they find success. Yep. Uh, and it, um, it could end up, you know, um, hurting you in the in the long run.
0: Yeah, I I just think that's brilliant. And again, I know that those are huge nuggets in there that everybody's taken away and and apply. Please apply this to your business every single day. This is coming from one of the best and brightest. So Mike, I want to shift gears on this one. And this is a different tone for the, you know, obviously the interview in this particular episode. It's the challenge question. Now, we all have challenges in our lives. So I lead into it this way with every Titan. Whether it's in the past, we're dealing with them now, or into the future, we haven't experienced yet, but we all have hardship, whether it's personal or professional. Uh, But I'm a firm believer, it's not so much what happened, particularly, but what we learn from, how we grew stronger, and what we can share uh, with others for potential, you know, force, uh, insight, inspiration. So Mike, if you're comfortable sharing a challenge that you dealt with personally or professionally that you overcame, became stronger because of it, what's that look like for you?
1: Uh, one of my biggest challenges, uh, is, uh, uh public speaking. <laughs> okay. That's a, yeah, that's a huge one. Uh, I, you know, I was always, uh, I think the way I was, I was brought up, you know, always very shy, um, and, uh, not very confident, um, mm-hmm. uh, in myself, um, just due to various reasons. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I think, um, uh, yeah i was i was always i was always afraid to i was always afraid of the teacher would, would call me to go on, go on and talk about you know whatever it is we we're talking about uh and but when i when i started real estate um you know i had to i didn't really have to overcome public speaking so much because you know we we're, were doing things on a one to one or you know in a small group setting right um and but it was uh um you know it was, it was, Uh, some of my friends or some of my colleagues, you know, they're like, Hey, you're, you're great at what you do. Why don't you just, you know, you know, you already know this stuff, just step out of your, you know, just do it. You know, just, just step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And I did, I, I stepped out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, it was, you can tell, I mean, from before till now, I was very nervous, you know, back then. Even <laughs> <Sure>. without being <laughs> being on the show, I always, I still have the nerves, you know, and it just, it never goes away. I don't know what it is. And mm. it just, it sucks, but, you know, that's just, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it, it keeps me on my toes for sure. Um, but uh, eventually overcoming that, and, and um, you know, it took me some time because I had to keep on, I was like, okay, I did one. And then, I could breathe and then I just, I was like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to mm-hmm. do another, you know, speaking engagement or, you know, just, just in a smaller setting with 30, 60 people sure. uh, you know, into too crazy, but, um, you know, it was in my book, that was a pretty, that was a pretty big, <laughs> right. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, and I think overcoming that public speaking fear, um, uh, I, you know, I don't, I haven't overcome it hundred percent, but, overcoming it um uh you know that helped me gain confidence in going into you know getting uh, maybe getting larger projects where maybe you would need to meet uh you know the developer the builder you know all these people in the the room at the same time um you know it wasn't just one-on-one anymore it was it was more you know like uh, in a corporate you know setting and uh, interviews I never did very well with, and so I think overcoming the the public speaking that part really helped uh, in all aspects, uh, not just business wise, but personal growth. Hmm. Uh, uh, so it was it was really great. I was I was really glad to to be able to to push myself. Uh, and and Greg, you know, you you mentioned, you know, when you, when in a one on one setting, you know, things mm-hmm. can go many different directions. Right. Um, but at least in a public setting, it's it's more controlled. <laughs> so, that, that's so true Mike <laughs> I didn't realize that you know, and, and thank you for that
0: yeah I know so everybody out there Mike, we, Mike and I were talking before we went live here and, and we were talking a bit, little bit about public speaking so the fact that you had mentioned that though Mike it, is absolutely incredible I know there's so many people who are watching or listening to this right now and they're saying that is my fear and they've never even tried to tackle it, it because at the end of the day it's one of the highest fear sets is public speaking getting in front of crowds anything along those lines Um, I I don't think that the anxiety or butterflies or or, um, nervous tendencies will ever fully go away. Uh, And I think that that ends up being a healthy standpoint. So it keeps you sharp it keeps you motivated and not just dialing it in and, and falling asleep, you know, before you're about to get on stage. Now there's some people that they don't feel a thing. And, you know, I, I, I wish that I was one of those people, but uh, I'm not. And, and I, I can appreciate exactly where you're coming from. And I know there's so many other people that are, but it's just, just like anything, it's practice and preparation. And, Um, you know, again, just as many times as you've done this and as many conversations as you had with buyers and sellers and and listing presentations and going through those, those processes into your communities, you just get a little better, you get a little better and a little more confident and it builds up over time. But, um, yeah, I I love the fact that you shared that because from a top producing real estate professional, there's so many people that just think that every one of the Titans is just perfect. And oh my gosh, I can't do anything wrong. And there's such amazing people, which they are amazing people, but we're all, we all have imperfections and we all have things that we're overcoming. But the goal is, and I think the the most important thing that you're stating is that you didn't let it paralyze you. You didn't let it stop you and put you in a place where you'd never overcome it. Now you take small steps and that's okay. But the fact is you kept moving forward and you're the man you are today because of that challenge. Uh, and I would never try to take away pain or sorrow or, or downplay anything for anybody, but that's, that's tough. And everybody has their own perspective of what the hardest thing they've dealt with in their life is. And, um, you know, I just, I appreciate you sharing that Mike, cause it's not easy to air your stuff out in front of everybody that <laughs> way. So
1: <laughs> thank you no, so much. No, no, I, yeah. I don't think I've, I've ever, you know, really shared that. So, uh.
0: Yeah, no, I I appreciate it. I know that everybody out there is just really connecting on that way. And there's so many people that are nodding saying, yes, it's me too. Just keep moving forward. Do it like Mike. Just watch this man. He's doing it. Uh, So let me shift gears on this one too, Mike. So let me go into actually one of my favorite questions. And this is the travel back in time question. Uh, Now, this isn't to necessarily change anything that you went through in your life because as we just discussed, the good and the bad made you who you are today. But if you did have a time machine, and you could go back any time frame, any age range and give your younger self a piece of advice or two. What would you say to young Mike?
1: Uh, I wish, I wish I had that time machine. <laughs> uh, me too. Me too. I agree. Back <laughs> to the future. I guess. <laughs> yes. yeah, that should be on my to-do movie. Watch this. Watch <laughs> uh, I love it. One, yeah, two and
0: three. They're all good. All, all good.
1: <laughs> One of my favorite movies for sure. Love it. Um, but uh uh, you know, one one thing I could say for sure is that um, when I, uh, you know, just just professionally in the real estate career, I try to always look for new strategies or new ways to to reinvent uh, myself um, and mm-hmm. to do things differently. But I think a lot of things have have already been done. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't need to reinvent things. Uh, I mean, you can get creative with it. I, I don't mean that don't get creative, but a lot of things have already been done for you if you if you follow. The like, like the hundred, you know, 168, 169 shows that you've done. There's a pattern that that you've seen, you know, throughout that course of the those shows. Uh, if we just follow those those successful patterns, um, you're gonna do very well. Yeah, um, but sad. for me, I was, I was always against the grain. You know, I was I was always pushing against it. I was always and I, and I think I made myself, uh, you know, I made the challenge harder for myself. Hmm. Uh, there's a book i'm reading uh, I, i've reread it many times it's, it's the millionaire real estate agent book MRA, or the red book um and you know i we're doing a book club um i'm actually hosting it right after this for oh, wow. the office um but <clears throat> one thing that they say is that you know when we're born we're kind of tra- we're i don't know if it if it's just in our nature but we like to mm-hmm. take the long road right like uh it's like getting to the princess get into that castle to save the princess you have (laughs) to fight all these battles right (laughs) right but you know maybe there was a straight straight path you just Mm. you just steered away from that straight path so you know that that really stuck to me Mm. Uh, so that's one thing that i would change you know just just stick to the process and and early on um uh, just uh Uh, yeah be patient stick to the process don't don't try to you know reinvent that that wheel Mm -hmm. um another you know i I think one other thing that um i would change is um uh maybe uh, and i I guess this goes for all at all different timelines in my life is not being too stubborn and being Uh willing to to really learn and and accept other people's opinions um and you know, taking other people's suggestions, interesting, uh, you know, to the heart. Uh, I, I guess I, I do take it to heart because <laughs> sometimes I get I get annoyed or irritated or or frustrated at you know why am I why am I getting this advice? I should do. <laughs> I want I want your I want your agreement that I can go you know forward with this. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so that uh, that stubbornness, I guess you know, is is something that I've, I've worked on over the years. I've become a lot better and I think okay. real estate had a lot to do with that as well too. Hmm. Since, uh, yeah. Just being able to grow up, uh, you know, talk talk to uh, some of the wealthiest people in the, in the business. And, hmm. um, you know, once, once you've had that or, you know, listening to Tony Robbins and uh, once you've had those life experiences for that, I, I grew up very sheltered in a, in a small city called Walnut. Okay. Um, and it's literally like a walnut. It's a very uh, small wow. city. <laughs> And so I, I thought the whole world centered around Walnut, you know, and all my friends, <laughs> all my friends with the universe, you know, they like, oh, this is great. I love this life, you know, just, but, um, uh, and I did, I enjoyed, you know, uh, hanging out with friends. Um, but you know, I, it wasn't until real estate, I started getting, I started learning all these different things, you know, uh, your show, um, you know, uh, uh, different shows I see on TV, different people that I follow, um, Podcasts and I was like, wow, I, you know, yeah. traveling to different countries, you know, really expanded my my knowledge, really expanded my, I was like, wow, this is like, this, this, <laughs> this is a huge, like, you yeah. know, um, I was just blown away with so much stuff. And, you know, I think that curiosity, just uh, wanting to learn um, new mm-hmm. things or, or new ways of doing things, um, that really uh, is, uh, you know, you can you see that in my business. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, and I, I love what you're talking about into there, Mike. When you're going back, and and again, not ad- not adjusting or changing anything per se that you're going through, but that's great advice that we can all take today. Is is just really understanding the process and 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 learning from others, not trying to reinvent the wheel. I, th- I think is fantastic advice. Uh, real estate, there's a path that's laid, and there's so many amazing perspectives and professionals that have hit the highest levels of success, personally, professionally, financially, the whole nine you don't have to go out there and tear the whole thing apart. Learning, taking a bit here and a bit there, I think is crucially important. And it doesn't matter if you're brand new into the business or you've been doing this for 35 years. We should all be learning from each other this way. And and there's so many great creators and and mastermind groups and opportunities for us to do that. There's books, as you mentioned, podcasts, things along those lines. And I think that that's that's so important. And I love the fact that you had mentioned that, um, you know, really going down to it. When we're talking about, the feeding of the mind portion, which is great. And this is leading to the next question here, which you gave a few uh, books that we're already talking about inside there. But in particular, this is a crowd pleaser as well. People want to learn the same way that the Titans are learning. So uh, books you're reading or read that you really enjoyed uh, or listened to right on audible. Um, If it ends up being a podcast, you're listening to influencers or coaches uh, you know, if it's conferences or masterminds, Mike, how are you learning? How are you growing?
1: um you know I, I i uh one thing that i i do um is I, I try to learn something new from everybody that i that i meet mm-hmm. uh like earlier we just you know I, I learned something new you know from you um oh, always, cool yeah you know, you know, which is really cool and um so every day i um i mean i'm always trying to learn something new from someone mm-hmm. and i think um you know some of the uh, and I, I i jot down all this because there, there's actually so many and this is not just um uh, not you know not the only ones that I listen to. Sure, of uh, course the the millionaire real estate agent. That's something that um, you know I'm going through right now through the book club. Uh-huh. Um, and I've read reread that like, think like four times already. Wow, uh, once mm-hmm. through the audiobook. Uh, there's Kobe Bryant is a huge huge inspiration, and mm-hmm. you know of course I'm a Kobe fan. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love In it, LA. Um, other people can disagree, but you know I'm a Kobe fan. Uh, um, let them
0: disagree. Let them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, there's a book that he wrote uh ep uh i am probably butchering the name but it's it's spelled e-p-o-c-a okay E-Poka? uh okay. the tree of of ed Croft, uh by kobe bryant ivy, ivy clare that's something Very that cool. i picked up okay uh, so I'm, I'm starting to read that uh different podcasts like uh bigger pockets or the Gary B, yes. uh, the Laker Nation, Lab Coat Agents, um, mm. I Think Like a CEO with with Gary Keller and Jay Papasan, mm. um, the one thing Tony Robbins, Massive Agent podcast with Dust Dustin, Dustin Brohm. Mm. Um and the, you know those are those are some of the podcasts that I'm listening to. Love it um, daily basis. Um, also, I do have a coach, uh, David Halpern. Uh, he's a local coach in in um, uh, in the uh, in LA. A uh, real nice guy. Uh, he actually, uh, I like him because he has a very, uh, you know, we, we all follow the Keller Williams system and we, mm-hmm. you know, we, we have so much training from Keller Williams, but he likes to do things a little differently. So i like to hear his perspective on things. It, it brings an interesting twist or interesting point. Um, uh, so I, I, I do, uh, you know, he's really cool. Wow. Well, uh, all the millionaire real estate agent guys i love the show uh, i mean um uh, yeah. million, dollar, I'm sorry, million dollar listing uh guys um you know ryan Serhan, frederick Eklund, yeah you know, I, I follow them all the time on instagram as well too just just love everything that they do i mean mm-hmm. they, they just do it to such like perfection you know awesome. I, I, yeah i think that's the key is also like kobe Bryant. you know you, you could hate him or love him but you know he he had a he had a work ethic that was better than anybody else uh, you know, that was the same thing. That's the same thing with, with Ryan Serhan that I can see. Yep. James Harris, you know, of course, Gary Keller. I'm, I'm very fortunate to be in that. Um, you know, they have a group every quarter uh, that he that he masterminds with. Mm-hmm. And some of the brightest, the best and brightest in the business and just, just so amazing. I mean, not only do you get to see the way they operate, but the financials, you know, I mean, it's all open book. Mm. Uh, which is something that you don't, you know, you don't really get to see in, in a lot of, you know, um, corp, uh, corporations or businesses. Uh, so, which is really cool. Um, uh, of course, Tom Ferry. I, I like Tom Ferry. You know, I, I know Mike Ferry is really cool too, but Tom Ferry is, you know, I think more in our generation. I like the way he does things. I would um, agree. I would agree with that <laughs> for sure. Uh, and of course, Tony Robbins and, and a whole bunch of different animal Instagram, you know, mm. influencers that I follow. Uh, yeah, that's that's the last thing that I that I look at before I before I um, go to sleep. Hmm.
0: I, um, yeah, no, um, I, I that's a that's a huge list of of content, and and that's what's fantastic. Again, you're representing one of the best and brightest minds in the real estate world, and you're learning, you're growing every single day, and you're pulling it from so many different mediums. Uh, really different perspectives to to pick and choose the best of the best to make yourself the best version. And I think that the example that you're setting right here is great for everybody to to watch or to listen is constantly learn, constantly grow, take it from so many places and then really just pick and choose what resonates with you, your business, your industry, and then just apply this knowledge. Uh, There's so many people that are practitioners of constantly learning, but not necessarily applying. And I think that it's the, the constant Applied learning is really crucial. So I love that you do that, and I love that you're constantly learning. Um, again, a common thread through all the titans, through the Titan Nation here, is just that mentality. No matter how long you've been doing it, there's always something yeah. to learn from every perspective. So I
1: love that. Yeah, yeah. I, there, there's always something to learn. Um, I mean, you know, we're not reinventing things. Just, just learning. You know, um, different tidbits here and there. But so mm-hmm. really cool.
0: That's great, Mike. And Mike, this has been an absolute incredible episode. Tons of useful information for everybody to really apply to their businesses and learn from one of the best. But I want to wrap everything up with a final question. And this ends up being a quote or mantra that sums you up as a man, as a professional. What's that look like for Mike Chow?
1: Uh, There's so many, but there's one that really stands out. Uh, you know, and uh, it goes, you know, it's, it's by Henry Ford, uh, whether you think you can't, uh, you're, uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I love that too. That's just something that really sticks to me. Um, and, uh, you know, I think coming from a place of contribution, um, uh, uh, and like I mentioned, you don't always have to take the hard path. There's, there might be a simpler you know, way to, to do things. And I, I tend to look for the simple things. <laughs> mm, wow. <That's laughs> make be- life a lot, make life a lot easier. Uh, and then that, that's, you know, when, when we're negotiating um, that's, you know, that's what we do sometimes, you know, a lot of times it's just, just being patient and, and looking for, you know, trying to, you know, just steer people back in line, you know, instead of, you know, they're all, they're going to take you all over the place. I'm like, let's focus, you know, like on the, on the thing at hand. So yeah, hopefully, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, that, that this inspires a lot of you to, you know, get into the business or, or want to start your own business or, or, or whatnot. But uh, it's, it's been an incredible journey for me. I look forward to, to, you know, uh, the next 10 years. <laughs>
0: Next ten years and beyond, Mike. I mean, everything that you just said was yeah. absolutely incredible. And, and I, I think that when we're breaking this whole thing down, there's so many people that are inspired by this to really reevaluate their, their current situations and their businesses. We're getting involved either way. But again, reach out to professionals like Mike who have really been there, done that, and can share perspective. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share out all that information. Mike yeah. is a super busy guy, so you know if you <laughs> get a hold of him and he responds, you know that's wonderful. But uh, it's always good to kind of open those uh, those questions because the most successful people want to share and grow, but Mike, um, you know, it's been an honor uh, again, and you are a true real estate Titan, my friend, and I have to make it official. I have to dub that as, as, as our
1: real estate Titan. Very good. If it comes from you, that, that's, that means it is. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. But, um, uh, Yeah, I just can't thank you enough and it's been fantastic, Mike. So I want to thank everybody out there for tuning in as well. Uh, Your time and attention, love and support is always massively appreciated here at Real Estate Titans. Um, We're live every Tuesday and Friday afternoon with a different Titan in a different location. I do want to give our sponsor a shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you're looking to grow and scale your business to the highest of highs when it comes to digital advertising and marketing, take a look at lionboltmedia.com for any information as far as real estate is concerned. Uh, we will catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care, everybody. Thanks, Mike.
1: Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me. Thanks, everyone.